0: Father, we come to you right now, Father, thanking you for the opportunity to be able to read your word, Father, to get your message, Father, for those who listen, see, watch, however they get this message, Father, for you to be what they focus on, Father. You want them to know you have spoken through this message father let us articulate and understand and comprehend what it is let them understand it father holy spirit is welcome father bring the holy spirit in father with the understanding of the word father Lead us, guide us, and direct us in the way you want us to understand it. Father, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for the time. Thank you for letting us open up your word and be able to read it, understand it, comprehend it, and get what you want. I bless the one out Father. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray this. Amen, amen. All those who agree with this, amen. Good day, everybody. Good day, good day. Hope everyone's having a great day. Blessed day in Jesus by way the Holy Spirit whether we're catching you in the morning when you're waking up, stretching out, getting a cup of coffee to get your engine going inside getting cleaned up, having some breakfast getting ready for a day full of work activities or errands or we're catching you midday when you've been gone through a few things seen some blessings, met some challenges um, dealt with some stuff but overall going through that thing called the midday madness or catch you at the end of the day Full and done off work, done for errands, done with your activities. And You're sitting down with your family, having a meal, having dinner, enjoying time, just relaxing from a long day. However, catch you, whenever we catch you, whatever we're catching you, we want to welcome to the Blue Book presented to you by C Rep Ministries. See Restoration in Progress. And hosted by your boy, Blue. Get unified. Pentecost. Because he paid it. Hope everybody's having a fantastic time, wherever you may be, whatever you may be doing, whatever part of the world you may be in. I hope that your day is fantastic. Hope God has done some great things with you. You can see what God's done for you, and so forth. It's a beautiful thing. Before we start to take today's message off, let us go into our pledge. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and the Savior to whom kingdom it stands. One Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life and liberty to all those who believe. Guys, we are approaching election time. Voting is extremely important. Extremely important because it shapes the future of this nation. Whether you are on one side or the other is irrelevant as long as you go out and vote and make your voice known. One thing I say is that whichever whoever Whenever you seek righteousness with that, conviction is very important, and that you just vote for that, no one's perfect, but according to the gospel, who comes the closest of righteousness and conviction? Who can humble themselves? Those are the things you got to take into account when you're a believer of the Lord especially in this time. I encourage you, every single one of you listening to this, this, this message in this show today, wear your masks or coverings. Think of others, not just yourself. Wash your hands. Wear glasses if you choose to. Sanitize. Do the things you should be doing anyway to keep yourself clean Very important stuff. We encourage that here in the Blue Book. Okay? Today, we're going to be out of the New Testament. And we're going to be out of the good old Word of God. Whether you have the Word like this, like I have, yeah, the Word, or you get it through technology, however you decide to go for it, we're going to be in 2 Thessalonians 1.11. And 12 but 1 11 primarily okay second Thessalonians 1 11 and what does that mean well Paul has his co-workers kept praying for the Thessalonians Paul and his co-workers kept praying for the Thessalonians they were asking God to enable Thessalonians to live up to their calling Praying, asking God, please help them. And all, and they all, they on all believers have been called to be holy. Second Peter 3:11 poses the question of what kind of people Christians should be in holy conduct and godliness. That is just how you act in life, how you go about your life, how you about go about doing things. Are you living as close to holiness as you can? We all know that it's impossible to live like Jesus. Jesus was a unique situation. But we can come pretty close you know, in a lot of ways. Also, we are called to be pure and blameless for the day of Christ's rapture, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Christ Jesus or Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. It's a lot of stuff. You are to be you should be Christians should be in holy conduct and godliness well of course you should be choice you made to be a Christian choice you made to follow God is to be within that conduct of holiness and godliness as close as you can we're also called to be pure and blameless for the day of Christ you understand that restoration and forgiveness cleanses you of blame So when you are doing that and you are a part of that and you are conducting yourself thus forth, that helps, that keeps the blame from you, okay? Fill with the fruit of the righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. That's also in Philippians 1, 10, and 11, to the glory and praise of God. Do things for the glory and praise of God further we are called to shine as lights in the dark so be a light in this world this world has enough darkness in it enough negative enough evil in it shine a light put a flashlight on be that light that's in Philippians 2.15 if the Thessalonians led a holy and righteous life that reveal Christ to others they would be worthy of their calling see there's a calling on each and every one of us whether or not you tap into that calling or not is up to you and God God will use who he wants, whenever he wants, however he wants but ultimately it's your decision if you live a holy life or as close to holy as you can and I don't mean like um, using certain language or whatever the case is there's a lot more to it than what you think it is a lot less to it than what you think it is a lot simpler than you think it is and if you are walking in the promise and you're working with the purpose in the promise you will definitely be a lot closer to that than you think the missionaries were also praying constantly that God would empower the Thessalonians to fulfill their every desire to honor God and also fulfill their deeds that were motivated by faith. So there's a lot of prayer going out for these Thessalonians, according to what this says here. Okay? So let's get started. Second Thessalonians 11. With this in view, we constantly pray for you that our God may deem and count you worthy of your calling and his every gracious purpose of goodness, and with power may complete it that your every particular work of faith, faith which is that learning of the whole human personality on God, is absolute trust and confidence in his power, wisdom, and godliness. Goodness a lot to kick in at one time, a lot but if that what he said do you get what he's trying to say to you? with this in view okay, in view we constantly pray for you, constantly pray for you, so what we're doing when we constantly pray for someone is we're empowering them through God okay, that's why prayer is so important because it is an empowerment. It's you praying that God touches that person in a way or that situation in a way that leads them to consider the godly approach to it. But power, prayer is so important because it's designed to do that. Okay? So, with this in view, we constantly pray for you. Okay? So, we know what's in view. We know what could happen for you. So we're praying that you keep your eye on the prize. That our God may deem and count you worthy of your calling. Him calling you worthy of your calling. We're praying for that. We're praying that you and God are on the same page. And he 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 views you worthy of your calling. Okay. Every gracious purpose of goodness self-explanatory and with power may complete in every particular work of faith okay so every gracious purpose of goodness and with power that may complete in error in er- every particular work of faith a lot of words there faith which is that learning of the whole human personality on God, in absolute trust and confidence in his power, wisdom and godliness. So a lot of trust going on there. A lot of faith going on there. Okay, so we go down to verse 12. This may, Thus may the name of our Lord Jesus Christ be glorified and become more gracious through and in you. And may you also be glorified in him according to... To the grace, favor, and blessing. Okay, now let's stop it right there. Okay, we teach here at the Blue Book, humble, Or we'll never do something expecting anything. Now, that's an humbling, that's a humbling, empowering statement right there. It's two in one. Okay, so. That thus may the name of our Lord Jesus Christ be glorified and become more gracious through and up, uh, through and in you, and you may also be glorified in Him, accordingly to the grace, favor, and blessings of your God and the Lord Jesus Christ, Messiah. So they're saying that you're going to get blessed according to Him because you've kept the promise. Well, obviously you're going to get blessed, but when you get blessed, can you maintain humble? That's not too often. Okay. What we're trying to do in these verses is find that one button. May he empower you to do good. This is an empowerment scripture. These are empowerment scriptures to want to say, hey, if you follow the faith, if you are prayed for and you are in line with your promise, purposely moving towards that promise, he's going to empower you to do good. He's going to, he's going to open blessings up and give you glory because you sit on the path, you did the right thing, and you allowed him to do what he's going to do in your life. This is a total empowerment. God's showing you what he wants to do for you. If you do the things you're supposed to do with him. Okay? So, back to 11. With this in view, we constantly pray for you. So, they're praying for the Thessalonians that they stay within their vision. They stay within their blessing. That God just helps them. The Holy Spirit needs to be in this to be able to guide you that's what's so important about the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit is your comforter your guide, your brains your your mechanics, that's all the Holy Spirit before Jesus the Holy Spirit was with God there was no Holy Spirit on the earth like that it wasn't settled like that that's why you had had Jesus to bring it down to promise that power But if I'm empowering you through prayer, eventually you're gonna see the remnants of that. So with the new, with, with this in view, we constantly pray for you, that our God may redeem you and count you worthy. To deem you and count you worthy. You know how hard that is? Do you know how hard it is for anyone to be considered worthy of anything God has to give? Not very likely. You have to understand that when God considers you worthy of something, <clears throat> that means you put your work in. That means you did something. You may not think you're worthy, but God does. Okay? In your and and, and, and you're calling, and in your calling, see, so you have to be lined up with your calling and have to be ready for God to do something for it to happen. Okay? What you do through your life, you, everyone has a calling on their lives. Whether or not you whether or not you know it or not, you have a calling on your life. There is something you need to do before you leave this earth. And if you don't get to complete it, it's just very sad. Who knows what it is? No one knows what it is besides you and God when you get to it. A lot of people don't even know that. It's been years trying to figure it out. There's a little restriction, religion, idolization, and other things in there that keep you from completing so with this with this in view we constantly pray for you that our God may deem and count you worthy of your calling and his every precious purpose gracious purpose of goodness and with power may complete in your every particular work of faith every particular word of faith a lot of stuff right there. Which is that the learning of the whole human personality. We're learning as we go. We don't know what's next. Don't no. nor the neither do we know who's who, who, who's gonna do what next. We don't know. So Faith, which is the learning of the human personality on God in absolute tr- trust and confidence in His power, wisdom, and goodness. So we have to be confident too in His in His wisdom. A lot of people ain't confident in God. They see God, they see bad things happening and they blame it on God. Like God has something to do with all this. There's much more than God going on here. There's an evil presence that keeps on doing some evil stuff. We do have free will, you know, and we don't know was happening. Okay. This virus, this COVID-19, is attacking people, all differently. And mainly because of how badly we take care of ourselves. Our immune systems are shot, and that's why there's been so many deaths, because we don't know. Unless you're digging into medication, unless you're spending a whole lot of time with that person, you don't know. So you have to be careful. Careful of what you're doing. Careful who you're around. Careful of all this stuff. But his power, wisdom, and goodness. He's given it all to you. If you don't see the calling. See? Thus may the name of the Lord God, Jesus Christ, be glorified and become more gracious through and in you, and may you also be glorified in him according to the grace and favor and blessings of our, of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah. He's empowering you. He's empowering you to do good. He's, he's telling you what he's going to do. He's going to reward you for doing good. When someone empowers you, it gets you to do things that normally you may not, may or may not know how to do. The adrenaline, the excitement, the enthusiasm—it all gets you to the next stage, so to speak. He's saying he wants to empower you to do good by saying to love, to pray, to seek the grace, and that God Himself will find favor in you. Please say. That's all we're saying. Empower you. With the, this in view, we constantly pray for you that our God may seen and count you worthy of your calling and his every gracious purpose of goodness. And with power may complete it complete in your every particular work of faith which is in that so forth I don't think I've read something that was so empowering so empowering that makes you want to get up and do some stuff some good stuff what happened always? this? doesn't always happen you empower each other pray for them that's how, you, that's how you empower people you pray for them whether you're in front of them with them or you're far far away You pray for people it empowers them helps them strengthens them you can tell they can tell when God's moving because so they want God to move very easy because we complicate this thing. We don't know how to let go and let God do his thing. God's telling you, all you have to do is love me and be good to me. And I'll empower you through my my channels to do what it is I do. Very important thing. Very important thing. God is trying to empower you through this message. He's trying to empower you, show you how much he cares about you. All right. In review, the apostle Paul received word that some Thessalonians believers did not understand clearly what he had written about the day of the Lord yeah, it happening Paul t- told Pat had told them in its first letter that Christians were ex- exempt from the judgment and tribulation of the day of the Lord. however some of the Thessalonians thought the day of the Lord had already begun because they were undergoing fierce persecution wow. here Paul seeks to revive those misunderstandings. He also addresses the matter of idleness and tells the church how to deal with those who are idle, that have things before God, the things that take over precedence, not not so much worship, but you let them have the top seat. Okay? Here, Paul seeks to revive those misunderstandings. He addresses the matter of illness and teaches how to... Okay, but Paul commands the believers of, pressure, of perseverance and faith, encourages them to live according to the genes that he has given them. So he is telling them and giving them everything. Telling them, hey, this is the deal. what he's telling them. It's a really interesting thing. It really is. He's trying to empower you guys. He's trying to empower you to do the right thing. To seek good, not evil. Seek what works and put away what doesn't work. He is trying to empower you to do the right thing. Whether not you do it or not, there we start. We know we need to do good. We need to do three things. Three things I preach on here all the time love, peace, and accountability. Love with no expectation to live back move in peace, even when everyone's tribulating. And show accountability because it's contagious. Got it? God's wanting to empower you to do good things with Him. He wants to empower you. Pray. Pray, 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 pray. Talk to God. Pray. And let it be known that you want to hear what He has to tell you. It's be a fantastic thing. Guys, it's been a great, great message. Hope you enjoyed it. This message is called Empower You And it'll be on archive on blueblue.com Never forget before we end this Never forget The greatest thing you can do Is motivate people Help the neighbor, help the God That way You're doing something positive And for God as well And he's going to bless you because you're being Blessing somebody else Empower, empower. Okay, empower. To empower you to do good. Okay? Fear. Respect God. Follow Jesus and let the Holy Spirit flow through you like a rushing river. Check out bluebook.com for all social media and for archive shows okay until next time and until next time and until next time
1: Just run it up, hold it go